What have they done to our national pastime? Hi, I'm Ira Joe Fisher in the training room. As a lifelong baseball devotee, please indulge me for the next several minutes and ponder with me what has befallen our beloved baseball, our national pastime. It's not the dear game which I and perhaps you fell in love with. Please consider, MLB, Major League Baseball, has introduced a new core ball, C-O-R, coefficient of restitution. Simply put, a lighter, bouncier ball. Hitters have increased the launch angle of their swing. The result of that? More home runs, but also more strikeouts and fewer base runners to score runs in the traditional way. Today's pitcher is taller and stronger. He spends the offseason in a regimen called velocity training. Okay, faster pitches, but more injuries. Consider Tommy John surgery. A ball player spends many free minutes in the weight room pumping iron. Back in the day, a player could be found in a bar room. I don't endorse that, of course, but the game has really changed. And then there's the strategic positioning of infielders. Three players on the right side of second base and only one on the left side or vice versa. If only the batter would develop his skill in going to the opposite field or bunting for a base hit. How about that? And then there are the strikeouts. As of this July, 24.1% of plate appearances ended in a strikeout. That's higher than last year's 23.4% and 2019's 23% and 2018's 22.3%. Team batting averages have plummeted to 239. Baseball analysts believe that lower batting averages seem to also have a connection to the increase in day games versus night games. There are more day games supporting this argument. And how about the latest Manfred rule? Umpires now inspect pitchers' gloves, caps, uniforms, searching for sticky substances that enhance the pitcher's grip on the ball. Now let's think about spin rate, measured in revolutions per minute, as the baseball zooms from mound to plate. The spin rate changes the trajectory of the baseball thrown at the same velocity, ending up in a different spot because of how much it spins. Other ideas that MLB is experimenting with? Larger bases in some of the minor leagues. I just attended a Toledo Mudheadens game against the Nashville Redbirds. The bases were bigger. Mm. There's also talk of robot umpires. What? Or better eye exams for the current men in blue. To speed up the game, there is already a 15-second pitch clock. Then there is a new foreign language that they call sabermetrics or analytics. Whoa, you need an interpreter to understand these acronyms. I hope I say them correctly. If not, I'll just spell them. How about BABIP? B-A-B-I-P. That's batting average on balls in play. BSR. Base runs. Similar to runs created. More about that in a moment. It's the number of runs a team should have scored, given their component offensive statistics. CERA, C-E-R-A, component E-R-A. That's the estimate of a pitcher's E-R-A based upon the individual components of his statistical line. Another statistic that tries to take luck out of the equation. 
DEF F. <laughs> Defensive efficiency. That's the rate at which balls put into play are converted into outs by a team's defense. Can be approximated with one BABIP. BABIP. D E R A. What a pitcher's earned run average would have been if not for the effects of defense and luck. It uses batters faced, home runs allowed, walks allowed, intentional walks allowed, strikeouts, and hit batsmen in a complex mathematical formula. Then there's DICE, D-I-C-E, Defense Independent Component, E-R-A, a mathematical formula that measures pitching performance considering home runs allowed, walks, hit by pitch, strikeouts, and innings pitched. And then dips. Ooh, I love dips. Defense independent pitching statistics. This is a pitcher's effectiveness based only on plays that do not involve fielders, such as home runs allowed, strikeouts, hit batters, walks, and more recently, fly ball percentage, ground ball percentage, and line drive percentage. How about EQA, equivalent average? This measures hitters independent of ballpark and league effects. It's a complex formula that takes into account hits, total bases, walks, hit by pitch, stolen bases, sacrifice hits, sacrifice flies, at-bats, and caught stealing. It's then normalized for league difficulty. ERA plus. This is an adjusted ERA. Earned run average adjusted for the ballpark and the league average. Fielding runs above replacement. The difference between an average player and a replacement player is determined by the number of plays that that position is called on to make. IR, inherited runs. The number of runners inherited by a relief pitcher that scored while the reliever was in the game. ISO, isolated power. This measures a hitter's raw power, extra bases per at-bat. LIPS, L-I-P-S, late inning pressure situation. No kidding. It means any at-bat in the seventh inning or later, with the batter's team trailing by three runs or fewer, or four runs if the bases are loaded. Runs created. This determines how many runs a player creates. Its basic formula is hits plus walks times total bases, divided by at-bats plus walks. Then there's OPS on-base plus slugging. This measures a batter's ability to get on base and hit for power. It's simply the on-base percentage plus the slugging percentage. PECOTA, P-E-C-O-T-A, an acronym for Player Empirical Comparison and Optimization Test Algorithm. And it's also an homage to journeyman baseball player Bill PECOTA, considered a baseline average player. It's an incredibly complex formula that forecasts a player's performance in all of the major categories used in fantasy baseball games. It also forecasts production in advanced sabermetric categories. And then there's PERA, P-E-R-A, Peripheral ERA. This computes the expected ERA, taking into account park-adjusted hits, walks, strikeouts, and home runs allowed. Pythagorean expectation, yes, resembles the mathematical Pythagorean theorem. It estimates how many games a baseball team should have won 
based on how many runs the team scored and allowed. Comparing the two percentages determines how lucky a team is. QS, quality start. A game in which a pitcher completes six innings, allowing no more than three earned runs. RF, range factor, determines how much field a player can cover. It's nine times putouts plus assists divided by innings played. TPR, total player rating. This compares the value of the player to different positions, teams, and eras, used in the total baseball encyclopedia. <laughs> VORP, value over replacement player. For hitters, it's the number of runs contributed beyond what a replacement level player at the same position would contribute. WAR, W-A-R, or WARP, W-A-R-P, wins above replacement player. That's a statistic combining win shares and WARP, W-O-R-P, the number of wins this player contributed above what a replacement level hitter, fielder, or pitcher would have done. WHIP, W-H-I-P, walks and hits per inning pitched, the average number of walks and hits allowed by the pitcher per inning. BB plus H divided by IP. Win shares. One of the first sabermetric statistics. It considers statistics for a player in the context of his team and assigns that player a number that's one-third of a team win using a set of complex mathematics that takes almost 100 pages to explain in Bill James' 2002 book, Win Shares. And then XR, extrapolated runs, similar to runs created except this assigns a run value to each event rather than a multiplication formula. Okay, I give up. Is this good old-fashioned hardball or quantum physics? I implore the powers that be, please bring back our treasured and fondly remembered national pastime. Take me out to the ball game, or do I turn to pickleball? In the training room, and worn out, I'm Ira Joe Fisher.